Hey everyone, welcome back to the Wonderfully Complex Podcast. Hey, I just wanted to hop in before the um, official like episode started and let you know that I did record a intro about the questions and talking about it, but the podcast platform did not record it or save it for some reason. Um, it said it was recording while I did it, but it didn't save. So I just want to let you know like there was something and um, yeah, so enjoy the episode. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. All right. So... As I was telling everyone, we have a lot of questions. We may not get through all of them, but we do have um, a good amount of questions to answer um, for this Q&A. So let's get started. All right. So the first question is, what is the best and worst thing about being a student in this day and age? And I guess we can all take turns answering this. Yeah, um, I can go first. All right. (laughs) I guess for, I think worst, sadly, is kind of like, um, like an easy question I can answer just, um, as a teenager, we're exposed and we have a lot more going on our plate than we asked for, um, especially like right now, you know, our our parents never grew up with this and like everything right now is like just hitting us all at once with like the coronavirus and Uh, all those BLM protests and going on Instagram and it's kind of like right now a fight for what you believe where you stand and like everything is it's not black and white anymore it's like complicated and like I think that's the worst thing right now because like we like back then I guess like kids like just had it so much more easier you know like yeah it's and so like now it's like every day it's kind of like a fight you know, like, you can't, there's really no rest, you know, like, you always have to speak up, and, like, it's just so much harder now, and, like, to, like, stand up for what you believe in, and um, not have a day, and, like, not go a day with, like, with peace, you know, there's always got to be something going on, and so, like, that's, like, the worst thing, I just gotta say, like, it's just everything, and um, it's, and then I have to say the best thing is, I guess what we can accomplish together because as much as we are like going and fighting, we're really like strong together. And like in our generation, we like have so much fighting spirit to stand up for what we believe in. And I guess we are like so much more confident now to speak out than like others were like back then. And like, so like now, like we're surrounded by people who are like, not afraid to speak up and have confidence and as Christians to like raise our voices together and like let one another know that we're like not alone which I love so much yeah totally um so I guess I'll go next um Mm -hmm. I think the best thing is that uh I'm I'm sorry I gotta start off with worse that sounds terrible but (laughs) The worst thing is, I think that we're a very lonely generation, and we don't know how to make friends with people. We're so, like, on our phones, and so secluded that, like, I'm just, I'm, like, a very outgoing person, so it's very hard for me to be with, try to make friends with people who are always, like, scrolling, I guess, and snapping, you know? Yeah. Um, That's probably the worst thing. I wish our generation was more closer, and I know we can get that way. But, like, right now, it's not very. Um, 
the best thing I would say is that people are trying. People are trying to break out of that. Mm-hmm. And and that I guess the best thing is that I we have the chance to know Jesus. That's the best thing. Yeah, that's so true. You know, like back then, you know, not there wasn't as much technology to go around. Not everyone can see like the daily news. And, yeah. Like, this internet it's like a blessing that we're like we've reached more people we've been able to go more places like to spread the word of god and like we were blessed like first know it and like now share with other people like through the internet through tiktok through social media they're spreading the gospel and like it's so cool it's so much faster now to spread the word nowadays yeah um so the next question if when you guys want to answer this I think it's how do you, how in this age do you feel wait sorry this is wrong okay how do you, how do you use your talents for God especially now um well so this is Deborah speaking now um okay. for using our talents there's so many ways now whether it's through singing uh like Justin said using on your online platform or just spreading like the gospel with your friends or just like there's so many ways to do it nowadays and I just think um well personally one of them is also I just love singing and just sharing talking with my friends through the gospel and also just like if or just like I guess connecting with other other people emotionally because I feel like I feel like I've been through there emotionally and that like one of like um my talents is probably just like speaking to others and getting like not too serious, but also able to share the gospel with them. And also through singing, I just feel like with my family, I'm able to bless that because I love to sing, but I also love uh, sharing the word of God at the same time. So I think that's like one of my talents and other talents are just, I love seeing other talents um, shared through the word of God. It just inspires me so much. That's super cool. Um, uh, I, Jasmine, if you want to answer this one too, if you're yeah, yeah, um, I actually had this like, um, at one point had this question myself personally, like of how I could use my own talents, um, to worship God. You know, I like in this day and age when we're so we're so busy, like I I forget sometimes that like my talent is purposely made to glorify God. That yeah. like like I get caught up in like oh look at me I have such a great talent like I look so good doing it you know like I it's like the talent looks so good and like I forget that God gave me that gift to glorify him and to show off to show it off for his glory and so um no matter what talent you have because there are so many I can't list them all um so many unique ones (laughs) like popping up every day and um I think that we all have to remember that any talent that we have, we first have to use it for the glory of God. And, um, and it can, it's actually really easy and like how to use your talent, you know, like whether like let's creative drawing, like drawing Bible verses or singing and worshiping God. And like, like even when you like have a talent that is like unique, let's say like dancing, like how can you put dancing as a talent um, and glorifying God? It's, 
putting like your dance motions and like when people say wow you're so good at it you know like look at your talent it's so good like it's so cool like you can use that moment to say like my talent was given by god it's not my talent but god that has given it to me and that we need to recognize that it's not us who has it but god has provided it for us and we're like nothing without him god provided that talent which makes us special and gives us that talent so that when people say look at that they can that you can have that time that moment to give glory to god awesome that is a really amazing answer Mm -hmm. so our next question it's kind of two questions so (laughs) first it's is purity popular in this day and age i'm just gonna go ahead and say it no it's not it's not at all um um least popular probably yeah least popular thing ever and then the next question is is if i'm a christian um is dating bad oh that's a great question whoever put that mm-hmm. um do you mind if i answer this one guys and then i'll let you yeah go? okay yeah, take it away. okay no dating <laughs> is not bad okay um connecting back to purity um Purity is keeping our hearts pure for our future spouse or husband, I should say, because we're talking to girls. Um, And that is saying, I want to be ready for my husband and not have dated 500,000 other people before meeting him. And I'm not, I'm saying this, like, if you, um, you know, let's, 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 let's create a fake person. Ready? Her name's going to be, um, grace that's gonna be her fake name okay and let's say she meets this guy she's like oh this guy's really cool he respects my boundaries he doesn't want to do any bad unpure things i'll date him i'll get to know him maybe after a few months she realizes oh this guy is not for me we tried but if she stays pure then that doesn't affect his relationship with his future wife or her relationship with her husband because they stayed pure and they um chose to respect their future spouses so they can just break off the relationship and one not feel any shame and two they can be friends like because they're not the like struggling from doing a bad act and that would connect them somehow forever so let's say grace does meet her husband one day she can come to him and be like yeah, um, I dated someone, but we didn't make any, like, bad decisions and did any of that. So that way, that respects the future marriage for Grace. So if you guys want to... So that's that's kind of my outtake look on it, outlook. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, dating isn't bad. It's just, like, the decisions you make while you're dating will affect you for your life. So you got to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, like, how... Um... Back to what you said about like purity is not the most popular thing nowadays. Um, as Christians, we're called to stand out um, first in love, and like another way we stand out is just the way we act and when we say no to what others say like yes to, especially in, in the dating age, where um, purity um, comes first, which brings holiness, um, giving glory to God. And saying, like, God, I'm going to respect what you have said, that your rules that you have set down. And he put those rules down for a reason so that he doesn't, so that our hearts are not hurt when we connect with someone um, 
emotionally through the things that we decide to do that the flesh wants us to do. And so God set those rules of purity so that we wouldn't hurt ourselves. And like in this day and age, we do hurt ourselves when we disobey God and listen to our flesh. And he set those rules so that like he, his children would not get hurt and be, become more wiser and smarter um, in dating and finding our future our future husbands because they're going to be like the man of the house and they're going to be leading and we want someone who is not there just for the pleasing of the flesh but also there to glorify god that is amazing i need to write that down (laughs) oh my gosh that was so good can you repeat that one more time for our lovely audience (laughs) yeah um also, I've heard this from, like, a sermon, like, it's a question that sometimes some of us ask where, like, we ask, like, oh, how far is too far, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, a sense where, like, how far can I go until this is not pure? How far can I go until, like, it's not okay? And it's a question people ask, like, to say, like, like I want to see how far I can go until it's not right. And, like, yeah. that's the question you want to ask because it's like, oh, let me please my flesh until it's not okay. And, or until that boundary that it's not okay. And the question that we really should be asking is how pure is too pure? Meaning, how pure can we be? You know, like, there's, I, I doubt there's, like, a, like, your flesh is too pure. Like, that's not, like, that's you. not, that's not something that, um, that's. Yeah, I got you. you. Know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And. So that's something like we should be asking ourselves like in the flesh is like, you know, how pure can we get? Like, how can we stay away from the stuff that God has said we shouldn't go into Mm -hmm. and cleanse our souls? And so, again, like I was saying before, like with our future husbands, like being staying pure and not going into our our, not giving into like the pleasing of our flesh is what's going to save us in the end to have a better relationship with her husband that ultimately leads to the glory of God. Absolutely. Okay, so I just wanted to get this so I can put this um, on Instagram when this comes out. So the quote was, a husband, a husband isn't just for the pleasing of the flesh. And then what was the rest? His job is to glorify God or something? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was an amazing quote. All right. that That's awesome. So um, th- these next questions are interesting. So oh, I'm ready. All right. So our next question is, um, what do we think about President Trump? Oh, oh politics. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to take a shot at this for a second here. Okay. Um, I believe that God calls us to love our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden's my neighbor. Trump's my neighbor. I believe that I'm supposed to love them no matter what they do, no matter what they say, no matter if I agree with them, no matter, um, just in any situation, I know I am taught to love no matter what. So I don't feel it's right to dis President Trump or dis President Biden. And I, and I don't feel it's right to dis President Obama or anything like that, because I know that is my job to show the love of Christ and Jesus would like, what would Jesus do? He would not go dissing people because that would be judging. And so what do I think of him? I can't say. All I can say is um, I, I know I need to love him 
and I'm thankful that God has put a president over our country, no matter who it is. Yeah, um, on my stance, like, I know that this is a question that sometimes needs to be asked, and, like, what do we think of, like, this whole, like, agenda, like, the leader of the country, and so, like, ultimately, I just gotta say that President Trump is not in charge, but God is, and God has allowed him to be president for a reason. I'm not justifying that he is a good person or that, like, he has done everything right, but that, um, like, like you said, Marissa, like, we need to love one another because, like, we are all to blame. We all have done things that we're not proud of. You know, we're all sinners in the end. You know, like, no one is better than anybody else. And like you said, we're called to, like, love our president and just pray for him you know pray that he can lead our country well and that god can place a hand upon him to do the right things to lead, to move this country forward as a leader and so like they say the best thing that we should do is just pray for our leader that that our country can go in a direction that can glorify god and it's not so much as to like that president president specifically but what god has intended and what he's doing with this country so we may not see the whole picture but god does and so all we can do is pray and trust in god yeah totally Mm -hmm. um are you guys ready to move on to our next question yep Mm -hmm. all right so the next question is what do you guys what do we think about school and um homeschool that was the other yeah it was what do you think about school and homeschool so yeah okay I'll answer the school part I think you'll answer like the homeschool part. yeah <laughs> so for the homeschool not for the homeschool part for the school part um everyone's school is different um everyone's environment is different and we're all dealing with different uh things in our school and school can be a really different environment from home and a lot of uh influence goes on there goes on there and um just repeating what i said that uh it can be really tough to show your faith in school and who you want to be in in school and uh for all the incoming freshmen that are going into high school it's just i just want to say that remember who you are when you go into high school because high school is one of the most influential places um, that you can be influenced in a good or bad way so I just want to say like that watch out for that yeah Yeah, you don't want to be like an influencee but like an influencer someone like yeah I know Um, someone who influences others because um, your faith will be tested in high school you know there's no doubt about it I know that my faith has been tested tested definitely in it and um you want to be careful not to be suctioned into um what other people say because um again it's such like it's such a place of influence and it can it can change you and you want you don't want that to happen to like you need to have your a solid foundation in god you know like before you go into high school just for the incoming freshmen um you want to have a solid um foundation in who you are so you can walk in there and know your beliefs and stay confident you know like to not be rattled because if you have a shaky, unsolved foundation, it's just going to crumble to the ground. And that's something that is not going to help you at all, you know? And in high school, for public school people, which I know personally, um, it's somewhere where you need to 
be confident in who you are and your beliefs. And so me as a sophomore, I know that it's going to be a different environment because, like, I'm still not even sure, like, about online school and, like, like, public school and all that. And so, like, no matter what, no matter what we're going into right now, we need to remember to have a solid foundation in who we are so that can carry us um, through through our high school years. Totally agree. Um, so I guess I'll hit the homeschool side. Um, yeah. Uh, so I know a lot of you are homeschooling because of everything that's going on. So honestly, people don't realize that it's literally you, you face the same struggles as public school. You literally like you go through the same things. You deal with really bad people. You deal with people making bad decisions. You deal with faith clashes and everything. It's like literally no different except that you're not required to get up at a certain time in the morning. So I would say for any of you homeschooling or even public school, because I really do believe that it's just a different setting, honestly, because I I mean, I remember like even in middle school homeschooling, I struggled with some crazy things that I never thought I would in homeschool. So it's not any different in at least that aspect. So I would say, just like, as you guys said, like freshmen cling to who you are. Remember like that you are Jesus's and that you are a child of God before you go into high school, because identity crisis is a great, I get it's like an older thing, but I don't think it is at all. Cause I think we deal with it every single day. And um, I would just cling to Jesus through high school. That's the best advice I could probably give you. Um, There's going to be a lot of people testing your faith or um, asking you questions. You're going to be still figuring out who you are as a person. Um, So I just say cling to Jesus. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. So the next question is. Oh, okay. Um, do you think the world will end? Do, okay. <laughs> um, yes, I do. I do think the world will end. Um, I can't tell you when though, because it does say in the, the Bible that, um, we do not know the time. Jesus says mm-hmm. we know the time. Um, so that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, uh, we could, so yeah. I <laughs> like, I know like just that question has definitely popped up more than once than just that question. And, um, you know, not non-coincidentally enough, I think God has placed it in my heart to hear some sermons about that. And um, what I have to say about it is that, like, we don't know when it's going to happen. But, like, um, sure enough, don't be afraid of when that happens because, you know, God has got this in control. And, like, ultimately, we want to be up in heaven. And so, like, no matter what happens, we just have to put our trust and our faith in God and you know like the world ends I know that God's got this and he's going to take care of us and so no matter what if I as long as I trust in God and believe in him I know that I'm going to be okay yeah and also have an eternal perspective because if you live like you're living to go to heaven and you realize that you're not of this world and you were not created to be in this world then Mm -hmm. that makes this whole thing a lot easier to process in your mind yeah um, so we have two more questions and then we'll be done. This All right. is our longest podcast. So cool. Um, uh, is drug and alcohol a thing in your guys' schools and how to stay away from it? 
Yeah, you guys can go first because I don't yeah. know too much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I think that's in every public high school now, um, sadly enough. Um, you see those group of people at school and like I'm and like I'm not oblivious to it. Um, you know, I've had run ins with like what like what they have to say, you know, like usually they're more outspoken people and stuff. And so um I guess what I would have to say about them is that first of all pray for them because like you know like with that the stuff that they're they're using like it's definitely not safe and it definitely will hurt them for sure there's no like oh it might like it will either like you know emotionally or like physically like there's a reason like we don't play with that stuff the reason we don't take that stuff is because it makes it makes you choose wrong decisions it makes you do weird stuff it's it's not even healthy for you, like, you know, physically. And so first of all, pray for those people because I know I have, because, um, you know, some of them are actually super nice, like, but they're just making the wrong decision, you know, like they, they can be good people making bad decisions. I'm not saying that all of them are good and kind hearted, but like that some of them really have a genuine heart, but are just making a wrong decision. And so first, like I'm saying, pray for them, you know, pray for their well-being, that they can step away from that, that they can have the strength to to stop making that bad decision, to have wisdom, to make the right choices. And um, that's like the first and foremost thing you can do is ask God that um, they can take them away from that that place of, you know, desperation and addiction, which is something I know will change their lives as if you continue as you continue to pray for them. And um, don't be afraid to talk to them and don't like shun them. Definitely. I know some of my friends like, oh, my gosh, like, look at them over there. And like, you kind of turn away because you don't want to get into that as Christians. That's not something we should do because I've seen that done before. But I know that's something like you definitely should not do, you know. And yeah, you as Christians, we're supposed to like be known for our love, you know, be different than everyone, not turn the other way, but look to them just as God did. And like how God hung out with prostitutes and drunk people, you know, like God was with those people. That's what something we should do being with them in love and showing that like that that's God's love, you know, showing God's love and showing them there's like so much more than what they're being held down to and that God can free them of it. And, um, you know, also pray for yourself as well as it can be a bit intimidating when like, um, you know, you go up to someone you want or anybody just talking about the gospel, but like pray for them and yourselves that you can like, um, have wisdom and God can give you the words to talk to them, soften their hearts, you know, and, um, it can make so much more of a difference just to getting to know them and just listening to them, you know, not just saying like, Oh, look at you people like doing this or making bad decisions, pointing out every one of their flaws, but rather being there, listening to what they have to say, why they have to say it. And yeah, listening to why they have to say it, what they have to say. And, you know, like sometimes listening is like the best thing you can do, you know, because sometimes we might not know what to say and, the best thing to say is nothing. Um, totally. Just being there for them and listening what to that what they have to say can make a difference. And I know that from like my personal um, you know, parts of high school. Yeah, totally. And um I think that as Christians, like you guys said, like Jesus walked with the prostitutes, he sat mm-hmm. with the drunk people, you know, and we need to love them. 
And I think that's our biggest thing. Like, if you see someone at your school, like, I'm not saying go up to them while they're dealing drugs, okay? I'm saying pray for them silently. And if you see them in a different place where they're in a better setting, just Mm -hmm. pray for them. Try to reach out to them, you know? I'm not saying Mm -hmm. don't make it like your best friend because you don't want to be influenced by Mm -hmm. um, certain people. But pray for them, you know? Yeah. Um, And if you see their... um, mentally uh i guess oh i didn't i forgot unstable yeah mentally unstable then and you see they're in trouble call someone call a trusted adult Mm -hmm. call the police because you want to help them no matter what um all right so our last question is what do you what do we think about harry styles (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that just came up out of nowhere but that's one of the questions so I love this. What a great question to end off. I know, right? Okay, so about Harry Styles, I mean, I think I'm just going to answer this as like, just like who we listen to as like singers and music in general. <laughs> yeah. So um, I would just say just in the music, you know, you like the music and like, it's also important to understand what the words are saying. Absolutely. And- what's it like supporting and just like how it's going to influence you and stuff because sometimes because I know music has a big influence on me it makes me want to do stuff that gives me motivation and um I just think half the time it's just what the words mean and what how it speaks to me and um it depends I never really listened to Harry Styles so I wouldn't know but I would just say check to what he's singing and how he influences you um what his music talks about and just remember yeah. just what the words say and how it's going to influence you. And um, earlier, like we were saying, like no one's, I mean, no one's a bad person. I don't know Harry Styles and how he's like, so that's what I have to say on it. Justin. Yeah. You know, God got, God's got Harry Styles somewhere in a place. And I feel like there, there's gotta be at least one person in the world, you know, just thinking about him, praying for him. Um, yeah. You know, so like, you know, Harry Styles, um, you know, it's cool and all, I guess, like, you know, a celebrity, but, you know, God, in the end, created him, you know, for a reason, you know, like, God knows who he is, how he acts, and, like, God knows everything, God knows everything about him, and so, like, in the end, you know, just pray for him, and, yeah. I totally agree, so, I guess, well, um, I guess, I'm okay with some of his songs, like mm-hmm. Watermelon Sugar. Like, that's great. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, there's nothing, like, all he talks about, I feel like it's, like, fruit in that song. <laughs> so, I mean, let's... That's, why that's I not keep... bad. Fruit's not bad. Yeah. Really. <laughs> um, some of his songs are really kind of suggestive, though. So, mm-hmm. I would just, like you guys said, be careful, like... I wouldn't be like, go watch the music video because it's not that appropriate, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I don't really know. Oh, I did not know. Yeah, I don't really know what Watermelon Sugar actually means. Like, I thought Yummy Yummy by Justin Bieber was mm-hmm. a food song. Um, looking at the lyrics now for Watermelon Sugar, yeah, definitely different than what I thought it was. But um, I would just say, like, you know, stick with like Christian rappers and Christian worship because that way you know you're being influenced by good people and you're not gonna be because like I even remember like if I listen to mad songs about people ranting 
and being mad about life, I'd be mad that day. If yeah. I heard songs about breakups or meeting a new guy, I would be like, oh, I want a boyfriend now, you know? Yeah. So um, just watch what you're influenced by. But thank you guys for joining me for um, this Q&A. It was really deep, and then it got really not deep. But um, <laughs> thank you guys so much. Yes. Thanks for I, having us. Yeah. Anytime. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you find your podcast at. We'll talk to you guys next Friday.